The following is another Power 99 sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school wrestling. Yeah, Riley's a returning state placer, got third last year for Kearney High. Really came on and had one of his best tournaments of the year at the state tournament. We're trying to get him to finish this match off. He give, did give up a takedown a little bit ago, uh, but was able to, to wiggle out of it, get a reversal, and get back in control here. Now up 13-5. And that's how the match will end. So Riley Steele picks up the win here at 126 pounds. Today, the 2020 portion of the wrestling season begins in Amherst as the Broncos duel the Class A Kearney Bearcats. High School Wrestling on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. 15 seconds to go. Wells trying to do anything he can to roll through, but Shields has kept the wing, and he's just going to continue to push uh, his face down to the mat. Now he's going to turn him. He's going to turn him, and he's going to get an ear fall, and he's going to extend the lead and win it by a score of 4 to nothing. Isaiah Shields of Amherst, the first Bronco champion here today. Two of the most storied programs in the state start the new year off with a unique Class A versus Class C duel. It's the Bearcats and the Broncos coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda and Frank Cuchera live from Amherst right after this from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good evening, everyone, from Amherst. It is time to start the 2020 portion of the high school sports season, and we do it on the wrestling mat. Two of the state's longtime powers, the Amherst Broncos and the Class A Carney Bearcats, getting ready to duel here tonight. Doug Duda along with Frank Cuchera, our producer-engineer, Cannon Rath, and obviously, Frank, right off the get-go here, it's just something you don't see very often. With more of the duel tournaments, you can see somebody get pooled in AC, but you don't usually see a team that has won seven state championships in a row against a Class A team that has a whole bunch of trophies in their case, and they're only 15 miles apart. Yeah, you sure don't, Doug, but I got to say, this is just cool, man. I mean, as, as a wrestling fan, two great sh- programs, like you said, in the same county, 15 miles apart, finally getting together, and, and I, I can already tell it's going to be electric in here. The fans are piling in here, and they're going to put on a good show for them tonight. Yeah, and we had some JV matches, and Amherst won the majority of them. I mean, let's not just think that this is going to be Carney High. Now, I do believe on paper, Frank, if we're going to be frank about it, Carney High's got a really good chance to, to, on the final score, win this fairly easily, but it's going to come down to just some really good individual matches we tied Coach Swarm on the uh, Doug and Daddy show today had a chance to talk with Coach Klingelhofer as well. And I think right around that 26, 32, 38, and then when we get to the heavier weights, depending if there's some movement around or some bumping of where the kids are, uh, those could be where we see some of our uh, main competition. Yeah, there's going to be some really nice uh, matchups there. Like you said, some ranked matchups, whether it be Class C or Class A, I don't care. These kids, that's the thing you got to remember, they all grew up right next to each other. A lot of them came up in the same same kids' clubs. And so uh, I don't care who you are, a lot of it's just going to be for bragging rights too. Yeah, we will have a chance to take a look at who's going to be on the wrestling mat. They will start at 106 pounds, and we'll do that right after this timeout. You're listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. 
Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Great Western Bank in Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis. Science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Doug Duda, Frankie Chair, back with you here. They'll start at 106 pounds. Perry Swarm, Coach Swarm's boy, will be out here, and he'll take on Talia Thomas from Amherst. And uh, we got to talk to some of the coaches beforehand. It's basically a done deal that we're going to have girls' high school wrestling next year. There's 81 of them up in Winnebago for a huge tournament going on today. And we will see uh, that Amherst has double-digit girls that are out for the boys' wrestling team, and they have a varsity uh, wrestler here at 106. And we saw a couple out there for Carney in the uh, reserve matches. Yep, you're absolutely right. More and more across the country, it's become... Uh, an issue of if you build it, they will come. And as soon as soon as these state tournaments are getting sanctioned, uh, the, the the girls' wrestling numbers have just been exploding. And I, I don't think that's going to be any different here in Nebraska. You look at some of the highlighted wrestlers for Amherst. It's led by Isaiah Shields, weighed in at 126. He's a three-time medalist. And then Quentin Frank, who was the state runner-up last year at 126. He's listed at 132. On the other side for Carney High, Archer Heelan is ranked second in the state at 113. Hunter Nagatani, Riley Steele, uh, that is kind of the middle. And then you've got some guys that are back at weight for Carney High today. And, and uh, Kuchera is really going to wrestle for the first time this year. Uh, yeah, a couple of first-timers in the lineup. Uh, Perry Swarm getting at 106 for the Bearcats. Uh, finally getting that descent plan down to 106 pounds, now 108 after the first year. It's good these kids get an extra two pounds. Yeah, like you said, good to see Tate's first action in there at 160. Wrestled a lot of JV for him last year, so he'll be first varsity action after an injury. And, um, yeah, we've got a couple of guys banged up in the upper weights for the Bearcats, so you'll see a little shuffling there around 170, but otherwise it's a pretty full lineup. All right, we're about ready to get it underway. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Here on Power 99, contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. Our first portion of the Amherst Carney Duel is next.
The Big Rack Shack in Kearney specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment. We are also your one-stop shop for heavy-duty welding tables, workbenches, modular cabinets, bolt bins, tie-downs, and powder coating experts on hand, and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop by 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. At Prairie Valley, when we say local, we mean local. To us, local is not picking hybrids and varieties that are supposed to work in a 16-state zone. Local is carefully selecting top-performing genetics that work specifically for an 8-county or smaller microzone. Prairie Valley Promise is to create local seed package that is locally tested and then grown under the same conditions that you work with on your farm. So our local agronomists not only know the seeds, but the entire solutions to make your seed perform the best they can. So choose local with Prairie Valley Seeds. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. Kearney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Kearney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. Don't forget, you can also listen online at PlatteRiverPreps.com to all of our sporting events, including tonight's Amherst Carney High Wrestling Duel. PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming, brought to you by our friends at Barney Insurance, uh, great to have them along uh, with us as they have for a long, long time. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. And uh, next Saturday, we're going to be right back here at Amherst. It's the Amherst Invitational. But Frank, this will be Carney's ninth duel because of uh, the last two weekends that they had out, going to Council Bluffs and then uh, to the Flatwater Fracas. For Amherst, this will be their first duel. Does that make a difference? Um, I don't know that it does. I mean, Amherst has had plenty of mat time, I assume. They've had several tournaments. And so, you know, the dual atmosphere will change. There's obviously an interesting dynamic here with this. This has never happened before, you know, wrestling a Class A school and a Class Class C school together like this, at least in, in you know, between these two schools. So, um, you know, there'll be some butterflies there, I'm sure, on both sides, just, just because of that, like I said, because these kids, they all know each other. They're, they didn't grow up too far apart from each other. So it should be entertaining. All right, we're ready to get things underway as the 106-pound match will be between sophomore Talia Thomas of Amherst and, yes, a young female here for Amherst against Perry Swarm for Carney High, and Swarm is in on a quick takedown. Yep, nice level change by Swarm there. Just a little head outside. High crotch. Goes ahead and gives the escape up here, so 2-1 to one wants to wrestle on their feet. Also want to mention that earlier today, for the basketball folks coming home, the Kearney High boys got outscored in the fourth quarter and lost to Grand Island today. Kearney High girls a winner today over Grand Island. And we have Kearney Catholic Beatrice boys basketball right now on ESPN. Yeah, Swarm doing a nice job racking up some back points here. He had another takedown. Just great job. Constantly level changes, doing shooting a straight-in double leg and then transition straight into back points with that near-leg Turk. Uh, already up to a 7-1 lead here. Yeah, able to get the near fall, and uh, Thomas able to get off the back this time and try and do some battling here with uh, a minute to go in the first period. So Swarm comes out and, uh, you know, have the expectations. It doesn't matter what sport it is, you're coach's kid. (laughs) (laughs) You're the coach's kid, and now Swarm has got it arched up again. Yeah, I know... uh... Coach Warren probably wouldn't admit it, but I'm pretty sure he was a little nervous tonight, too, and, and very excited. I know that 
You know, Perry's uh, Perry's been been working hard over the last couple of years, coming up through the ranks. So it's exciting to see him in the lineup. Well, he's got three more near fall, but he has not lost the hole here. He's still in a pin combination, and he is trying to tilt Thomas again. Looks like he will get her turned, and now in trouble. There's the pin in one minute and 38 seconds. Carney High will get the first win here and go up six to nothing. Again, six six points for a pin or a forfeit, five for a tech fall, four for a major, and three for any win that is seven points or less. Yeah, he just had an arm bar on that uh, left side, ran it over, got his got his back points, and then readjusted with a half Nelson for the falls. Scheduled up now at 113 pounds for Amherst will be freshman Bradley Smolik. And for Carney, it'll be the number two ranked Archer Helan as uh, we go with the Nebraska Scholastic Wrestling Coaches Association rankings. He is ranked behind Brandon Bostert of Lincoln East. Yeah, that's a real tough weight class in Class A, especially there. Archer has, has beaten Bowser a couple of times, but also taken some losses. I think one of the uh, things that stuck out from what Ty Swarm said today is we're going to approach this like any other duel, and I know that can be coach speak, but they want to come out and be ready to go just like if they were uh, wrestling Grand Island or Lincoln East or Millard South. Take down on a let-up here for Heelan, and it looks like maybe we've got some fall on the... Uh, little contact fallout. Yeah. So they'll restart, but a quick 2-1 lead here for Archer Heelan. Well, yeah, there's an old coach speak saying that everything is important, but nothing is special, meaning that you go about your business no matter what the match is. Every match is important. You stick with your same routine, your same preparation, no matter what it is. There's another takedown by Heelan. They are on the edge of the mat here, and doesn't look like he's going to be able to finish it, and another escape here by Smolik. What have you seen from uh, maybe these next two or three guys? Obviously, Frank's in the wrestling room from time to time up there at Kearney High, but Gila, Nagatani, Steele, what are you seeing from this early portion of Kearney's lineup? Yeah, well, they're, they're a product of their practice room. It's it's no secret. Any any team that has one or two tough kids, they, they tend to be right in the same weight class or same same grouping because they're practice partners and they beat the beat the crap out of each other yeah. you know, on a daily basis, and, it, and that's how you get better in this sport anyway. He went in on another uh, takedown here. Goes up 6-2, to two, and oh, there's the big turn for Smolik. He's in trouble now on his back. Yep. He gets just, out of it. Just running a super for tough a moment. <laughs> half Nelson there. Gets a quick fall. So another pin for Carney High. Archer Heelan is able to get it in 1 minute and 25 seconds over the freshman Smolik, and that'll... That'll be the toughest kid that Bradley wrestles all season long. I, I tend to believe I tend to agree with that. So now we move on to 120 pounds. Trevor Klingelhofer, the sophomore, and Hunter Nagatani will wrestle here for Carney High. We're kind of expecting that there might be a movement here from Carney High, but uh, we haven't seen it yet. No, and I think I think they're gonna you know stick to go chalk as they say, stick to stick to what they have in their lineup. Because um, there are there are some good matchups here uh, coming up at 26 as well. well. Yeah, I don't think it matters if Steele wrestles Shields or Frank. You'd get a senior in Shields, and you'd get a returning state runner-up in Quentin Frank. Yep, absolutely. Nagatani on a quick double leg. Also almost had a barbed wire. Oh, he did get two back points on that. So real quick, the flying Hawaiian Hunter Nagatani out to a 4-0 lead. Senior for the Bearcats against the sophomore Trevor Klingelhofer. Just one and two for him. And uh, as we get the restart, they'll go optional. So let him up and be able to get a quick takedown again here for Nagatani. Hunter 
uh, ranked number six, despite that 10-6 and six record that he has, right behind Juan Pedro of Grand Island and then four Metro wrestlers, which is a little unusual at a, any weight class to see four Metro wrestlers that aren't from maybe the top two or three teams in the state. you got Bellevue East, Omaha Central, then Millard South, and, and Omaha Burke. Yep. And that's, uh, I think Hunter has taken two of his losses to at least two or three of those guys ranked ahead of him. So take down, escape, take down, escape right now for Nagatani. As Trevor Klingelhofer tries to stay off his back, they come out again. and It's going to be 8-3. Amherst looking for their first point that's not an escape right now in our third match of the Carney High Amherst duel. Happy New Year, everyone. Doug Duda, Frank Kuchera with you here on Power 99. Another double leg by Nagatani, but Klingelhofer doing a nice job defending with the crotch lift there. Just rolls through his, across his own back, stays in a scramble position, doesn't give up the takedown there. Well, you've got uh, two Klingelhoffers that are set to wrestle in the varsity lineup. You've got three of them sitting over there on the uh, Amherst coaching side with uh, Chase doing the head coaching and uh, Dad Dave is the assistant, but that's not all. And Nagatani has just been good on his feet right now against the younger wrestler. Another yep. takedown, 10-3. to three. Oh, and there he's got that arm bar tilt there with the cross wrist. He's going cross wrist roll now. Klingelhofer holds it off. 40 seconds to go here in the first period. It's all Nagatani, but he's really got control of that wrist. Nagatani trying to tilt it up with that chicken wing, but Klingelhofer uses that length and kind of tripods out on top of him and holds him, puts him in danger, and gets a reversal now. So the first point's of non-escape. Come here for uh, Trevor Klingelhofer. Again, they're on the edge of the mat. He's now trailing 10-5, to 5, and we'll get a restart with 17 seconds to go in the first period. And I know, uh, much to Coach Swarm's chagrin, Hunter Nagatani, he's uh, kind of lives by the sword, dies by the sword. He's, he's willing to, he's going to score a lot of back points, but he's willing to go to his own back to do that. And sometimes he gets burnt. Uh, most of the time he doesn't. It works, works really well for him, but, you know, a situation there where, he wasn't afraid to put himself in danger, but he did get a, give up a reversal. Well, one thing about Amherst that we have known for years is they are extremely tough on top, and he's almost got Nagatani, and he's going to get some back points. And so, he got him He got him uh, in the last five seconds to get two. And that is exactly what I was talking about there. Hunter was looking to try and roll him through there, and he gives up that half Nelson. Very, He makes it look too easy for the guy on top. So 17 points in the first period, 10-7, to seven, Nagatani. And taking bottom to start this second period will be Klingelhofer for Amherst. So Nagatani goes right back to that crab ride where he sucks, sucks him back right into his, you know, into his belly there, sitting on their butts, which could be dangerous. And Klingelhofer doing a nice job just not giving up. Klingelhofer's so long and rangy that if he can kick his bottom hip over, he could get another reversal there. So Nagatani's got to be careful. They got him a little high there. Uh, yeah, if he keeps rolling around like that. Klingelhofer's back to his feet, struggling. He's got a ball and chain locked up, but he gets out for the escape. 10-8 to eight now. I'll tell you what, when Amherst wins their first one here, you're going to hear the crowd. Again, it's a nice crowd on hand here. Still trickling in for tonight's duel. Klingelhofer kind of dives in, head inside, single leg there. See the momentum changing here a little bit, you know, as... If you're Hunter Nagatani, you're thinking, geez, I thought I had this thing in the bag, and all of a sudden it was 10-8 to 8 now. Yeah, he so controlled the first 90 seconds of this match. Now he's in on a single and tries to throw him, and Klingelhofer can't hold on, and he is going to be taken to his back. Yep, he's in his back, but you got to watch out here. Klingelhofer steps over, got those hips over the top. Nagatani's in some trouble here. 
Got the reversal plus three at least, and the fall for Amherst. Huge win for the Broncos. Trevor Klingelhofer, the sophomore, pins Kearney High, sixth-ranked Hunter Nagatani. And as promised, the crowd goes wild. He was trailing the entire match and able to turn him. It looked like he was in some serious trouble. Hunter had him on his back momentarily, but Trevor was able to use that length to just roll right through. And so, and this is how duels work, right? You get a little bit of momentum going, and this is just what Amherst needed. They needed some momentum going into two of their best guys. So, some excitement, and we move on to 126 pounds here, and this could be uh, one of the uh, matches so far of this duel, at least on paper, that you're really looking for. Riley Steele, Carney High, and Isaiah Shields, a three-time state medalist for Amherst. 106 is a freshman, 120 the last two years. And Riley, a uh, returning third placer at uh, state tournament last night. Lots of big exchange there on the edge. Carney fans calling for two. Shields tried a little lateral drop right on the edge, but uh, referee says no points. We're still neutral. Both of these wrestlers are ranked fourth. Class A for Carney, Class C for Amherst. Nice arm drag attempt by Steele. Grabs that far knee, gets the two takedown. Shields immediately back up to his knees, though, as they go out of bounds. Minute or uh, minute 18 left here in the first period. A lot of action already. Shields 12 and two so far this year. Steele 14 and four. Two nothing in favor of Riley Steele. Carney high. And Amherst wrestling duel here on Power 99, KKPR-FM. Kearney Riverdale Amherst and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Here in the Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth bringing you the action. Kearney Towing's on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from all this rough weather. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance called Kearney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Still 2-0 as Steele Rides out on the restart. They're laying right on the out-of-bounds line. So in a moment, we're going to get a restart. But our officials saying we need a little wrestling on the bottom here from Isaiah Shields. He's just kind of laying there waiting to get out-of-bounds, and we will get the restart. So if I had to pick a position for Riley Steele, I'd say he's probably most dangerous uh, from the neutral position on his feet with his takedowns. He does an excellent job of creating angles and moving, hand-fighting from there. But he's doing a nice job on top here, just keeping pressure forward. He had a wrist rolled out there but wasn't able to get anything. Shields came to his feet, but uh, Steele was able to really work the hips and break him back down. But again, they're on the edge of the mat. And there are some wrestlers that that's what they like to do. They like to wrestle that edge of the mat. And we saw Shields do that last year when he won the Amherst invite. It was a state-rated battle, and he was up one nothing until the last 15 seconds and was able to turn his opponent. He rode him out uh, for most of the match. So again, we get a restart here. 15 seconds to go in the first period. It's two to nothing. Riley Steele of Kearney leading Isaiah Shields of Kearney High or of uh, Amherst, excuse me. Steele doing a good job with that forward pressure. He's got Shields bellied out here. He's got the far wrist locked up there, looking to get out the ride out here, and he does. Gets out of the first period with a 2-0 lead. So that's all the scoring early on here, and the choice will belong to uh, Kearney to take down. So this will be interesting. Shields is amazing on top. How good is Steele on the bottom, Frank? We're about to find out. <laughs> Shields quickly, or sorry, sorry, Steele quickly to his feet. 
And he is out of there in a hurry, and it is three to nothing. Took him four seconds. First move, able to wheel out of there. You don't see that happen to Isaiah very often. Now, some hand fighting as they're towards the middle of the mat. Yeah, sometimes on the bottom position, you know, the best defense is a great offense, and Riley just fired right out of there right from the get-go. Oh, nice high crotch attempt by Shields there. He's in deep. He's got Steele in some trouble, but the edge was in Riley's favor there as they step out neutral again, but a great shot attempt by Shields. And that's what happens when you wrestle on the edge of the mat quite a bit. Sometimes you run out of real estate, and that's what happened for Shields there. 30 seconds gone in the second period, and it's 3 to nothing. Riley Steele of Kearney leading Isaiah Shields from Amherst here in the second period. So you see Steele kind of holding center there, kind of controlling the center like you said. We'll see if Shields can take advantage of Steele pushing on him like that. And out of bounds, they'll come again. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. And as always, there are dignitaries from around the area, as we just saw Tom McCann and Dennis Miller walk in, the Hall of Famers. Of course, Kenny Luther's here. I mean, he's a soon-to-be Hall of Famer. Frank Kuchera is a Hall of Famer. I mean, they're just everywhere. Doug Dude is a Hall of Famer. we got to find Fast Eddie, get him up here next week for the invite. No change in the score here, although on the edge of the mat, it looked like Steele was going to have a position, but he... Even if he uh, came around on the hips, he would have been out of bounds, and that's what happened. Yeah, nice job, though, because that's that short offense from the front headlock that you like to see as a coach. That's really one of the easier places to capitalize and score points. It just takes a little extra effort, and uh, Riley just ran out of real estate. Up next, Quentin Frank, Amherst. Cisco Rivas is scheduled to go for Carney High. We'll see how they move him around. We've seen different style, but it seems like Steele is, and, and by watching Shields, he is not usually the aggressor unless he's got a, a big advantage on who he's, if he's taking on some freshman with a bad record, but it seems like Steele has been the aggressor. Yep, Steele has definitely been pushing the pace there, in on another uh, single leg attempt. Uh, Shields with a the cutback there on the edge, but uh, they go out of bounds, still neutral, three seconds left. So, it will be Shields' decision and a kid that probably doesn't choose bottom very often, and so he's going to go both up. He wants to go neutral. Trailing 3 to nothing. Riley Steele has the lead here for Kearney High. It's 12-6 to Kearney through three matches as uh, Perry Swarm and Archer Heelan won by pin for Kearney, and then Trevor Klingelhofer upset Hunter Nagatani. He was behind and was able to turn him and get the pin in the second period at 319. And sometimes that's always a, a hard decision for the coaches or the wrestler to figure out what you know what what choice you want in a tight match like this but knowing knowing that he got rode out that minute 30 in that first period they probably decided safer to go on our feet here so and again we're on the edge of the mat so any circling gets them off the mat on a restart and they're going to give Steele a takedown he kept his toes in yeah there's that quick short offense from a front headlock Steele just does a nice little throw by and uh, that'll drive coaches crazy. you got to wrestle every second till the whistle. And Shields thought he was safely out of bounds. But uh, with, the, with the rules where they can hang their toes like that, Steele gets a nice takedown there to go up 5-0 now with just over a minute, minute 15 left. Now we're getting into uh, where Shields couldn't get out from bottom after the first period takedown. Somewhere along the line here, you're going to have to see a gamble, uh, yeah. it, it appears, with just a minute five to go. And Steele riding him high here. Yeah, but being a senior with 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 uh, state state medalist in in uh, uh, Isaiah Shields, I bet he's got some tricks in the bag. So we'll see something here, hopefully, in the last 30 seconds. 
from the bottom position, although although Steele is doing a great job of keeping that forward pressure on top, continue to work in those wrists. So that's that's what you want to do on top with the lead, you know. Uh, not only try to score, but, but if nothing else, look busy, right? Yeah, there has not been a stall warning yet. Shields was trying to get him to the edge of the mat here for a restart. 39 seconds to go in the match. Could be the first one to go the distance. Steele is up 5 to nothing. Kind of just riding the hips now. Yeah, not a lot of movement off, off bottom for Shields either. It, you know, nothing else has worked. You know, might as well try a, try a quick stand-up off the, off the whistle. Um, maybe look to, look to create some rolls here if he can. Just try to create some action. Put the top man in danger. There you, there you see he tries a little roll, goes out of bounds, gets a fresh start here. 20 seconds left. So Carney looking to win three of the first four here from Amherst. High school wrestling duel, second day of January. A lot going on through the next month when it comes to wrestling. There's a good set out. We get a locked hands on Carney High, but there's only 15 seconds left. Shields trying to face him and at least get out. Yep, Shields using that nice long leverage. and I think uh, he's trying to twist him, isn't he? That's all he's got time to do there is yeah, their head-to-head. But he's running over, out of time, but yep. because of his length, that uh, caused Steele to... Uh, to lock his hands, and and that's honestly that's a call without without two officials here. That call couldn't have been made because, but we do have an assistant tonight who was able to see it on the opposite side. And that'll do it. Just seven seconds remaining on the restart. Shields couldn't get out. Five to one in favor of Riley Steele. We'll take a break. Be back with more of our wrestling duel in a moment. Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Carney. We take pride in what you ride. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value long. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Doug Duda and Frank Cuchera with you here at Amherst. Thanks to Athletic Director Nathan Dietz and the entire crew here with this unique Carney High Amherst wrestling duel. And Frank, we're underway here at 132 pounds. Yeah, we've got Quentin Frank returning state runner-up. Tried to throw his hat in the ring for to be a four-time state champ last year, but just fell a little bit short in the finals. And uh, Cisco Rivas for the Bearcats. Cisco quite have the wrestling pedigree that uh, Quentin does, but uh, he does have a gas tank, excellent cross-country runner, but uh, not a ton of experience on the mat, but uh, he'll give a good effort. Quentin Frank is ranked third at 132 pounds as a sophomore. He'll be in the same district with the number one ranked wrestler in Patrick Powers and the number four ranked wrestler Tobin Olson from uh, Valentine. Frank's got it. Head inside, single leg there, trying to crack crack Cisco down. He's got him down on his butt there, trying to step over that left leg, and he does finally. So 4-1 to one in favor of Quentin Frank. 
Over Rivas. And Frank is just getting very aggressive from the top position there with that power half. Because that's what you want to do from the top, especially with both legs in like that. You want to establish your dominance there and, and kind of break the bottom guy's will. And that's what he's working on there. Short time, can't finish, so it'll be 4-1 to one in favor of Quentin Frank of Amherst in the uh, dual scoring. It's 15-6 to six right now in favor of Carney. Won the first two with a pin. Then uh, Trevor Klingelhofer a pin for Amherst. And then we just saw Riley Steele, a 5-1 win over Isaiah Shields in what probably should be one of the premier matches of tonight's duel. Carney's going to take bottom here to start the second period with Rivas. He's able to come to his feet, get the escape within 10 seconds. So they're back on their feet here, 4-2 to in favor of Quentin Frank. He's in on a single. Nice little slide-by single-leg attempt. He's up to his feet here. Rivas doing a pretty nice job with his defense, though. He's he's kind of hanging in there tough. He's not giving up any back points, and he's not giving up any easy takedowns. Now, he's giving up his third takedown in two periods here, but not giving him up easy. 6-2 to two now lead for, uh, for Amherst. Slides right by him, and now he gets the legs locked in here, does Quentin Frank. But he might get a little too high. There he's able to break him down. Well, if he's riding the legs like that, He's either got to get both legs in or he's got to have an anchor. And he had both legs in there. And then it's just like trying to knock a table over. Uh, you've got the back two, two legs secured. And then you knock one of those front arms out. And then uh, they got no place to land but their <laughs> nose, which is what happened right there to Cisco. Down to 50 seconds to go in the second period. Six to two. Again, Carney Catholic Beatrice boys basketball right now on ESPN 1460. Earlier today, Carney had to play... Uh, Grand Island in both of the boys and girls conference tournament games. Carney won the girls. Grand Island rallied to win the boys. They'll go to Fremont for high school basketball on Saturday. And tomorrow night here on Power 99, Carney Catholic, a doubleheader against Boone Central Newman Grove, getting underway at 6 o'clock. Then we're over in Gibbon for games both Monday and Tuesday as they host Minden and Shelton. And now... Looks like Quentin Frank finally might have something working here on short time. Yep, he's got that arm bar working. Kind of a chicken wing tilt. He's trying to walk it around the head. No back points just yet. Official finally says he breaks 90. In just the last three seconds, he's able to get a two count to take the lead up to 8-2 to two here for Quentin Frank. 8-2, to two, Frank leading Cisco Rivas, Amherst leading Carney in this 132-pound match. And there you go. Amherst choice. Amherst chooses top. Yep. And Frank has been dominant on the top position all night long. But you know what? This is a match that Carney High didn't expect to win. But, you know, if you can see a battle like this out of out of your guy, then that's, that's very encouraging as well. Wanted to give an update from ESPN. The Beatrice boys actually lead Carney Catholic, the number two team in C1, 15-8. Here it's 15 to 6 in our wrestling duel. Carney leading Amherst, and Rebus is able to get out of there. Yeah, so, so they wrestle on their feet. He's in on a single. So there you have it. You know, Frank chooses top, and then Rebus gets an escape. Although Rebus gets right back in on single leg, but then Frank is just too experienced. He's got a nice cut back there. Gets two takedown and two near fall. Man, you just saw some serious strength there from the sophomore. 99 out of 100. It looked like he was going to be going, going to be taken down, and he was able to switch on the way down, and it wasn't even a roll through. He just 
powered Rebus to the ground and got the takedown and a quick two-point near fall, so he's up 12-3. Well, it's that old cutback from a, from a wizard or an overhook where a guy has your leg, and it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but basically it's, it's, it. it's kind of like a, a block <laughs> and tackle, right, where your, your buddy gets down and blocks your buddy's knees and you push him over the top. You just use your leg as that bottom block, and you cut him back with your weight with that top, with that whizzer, but um, it's very highly effective. You see it work all the time. Not a, a move that a lot of coaches drill because it actually it has a pretty high injury rate um, for uh, torn ACLs and things like that for the defensive wrestlers. So coaches kind of hate to see it and don't allow it in most of their practice rooms, but but it is highly effective. We've seen it seen it a couple times tonight already. Glad to have you along with us here on Power 99. The final few seconds of this match ticking off. Quentin Frank trying to finish it off. Rivas trying to pick up another point. The escape would still only make it an, <coughs> excuse, excuse me, an eight point. He needs the reversal to not have a major decision, but it will end up Quentin Frank of Amherst 12-3 over Cisco Rivas of the Kearney High Bearcats. Yeah, good battle there by both guys. So four points on the board. That'll make it 15 to 10 in favor of Carney High. Josh Klingelhofer, the sophomore for Amherst, will come out against Braden Smith for Carney High. And boy, do we know about Braden Smith and what he's been able to do for these Bearcats. And uh, he is ranked second in the state behind Class A Millard South. Yeah, Braden is a supreme talent, uh, returning state champ from two years ago. Just a phenomenal athlete. And a great wrestler, uh, ton, tons of experience in mat time, and and uh, he's very, very offensive. Gets very creative, hits the, the the twister a lot, and he hits one here. He's got uh, back points. He's got both legs hooked up. This one could could be a short one. Yeah, this could be the shortest one of the night. Braden didn't like what he had, so he lets him go, and it's going to be a three-point near fall. It's seven to one. And you see that happen. I'll go ahead and get an escape here. Seven to two as he lets him up. Wants to wrestle on his feet. Wants to just be able to take him down in one motion and get the stick. But they're going to be on the edge of the mat again, and we'll restart it. Maybe on paper the biggest mismatch. With all due respect to Josh, he's taking on maybe Carney High's best wrestler. Yeah, I think that's that's a fair assessment. And you know, if you're if you're Carney High coach in this position, you, you want to see your guys improve, no matter how good they are, and you want to challenge them. All right. Here, why don't you use this as an opportunity to, to try and work on something that is not your go-to or not your best move? Another two-point takedown here for Smith. He's up nine to two, already eighteen and one on the season. High school wrestling continues here. Carney High and Amherst duel, and there's a cradle set up. Klingelhofer able to roll through. Klingelhofer rolls through. He's got the head and the neck really tight there, but no points. No points for a moment there, and we got locked hands. For a moment there, we about had a little mini upset going. Not that not that uh, Josh was going to win, but just to score on Smith. Something about those Klingelhoffers. They tend to know how to wrestle through those positions. I'll guarantee you they were talking about it over Christmas dinner. All, <laughs> all ten of them that they probably had. Ten. <laughs> a lot of Klingelhoffers. 11-3 after the locked hand penalty in favor of Braden Smith. 20 seconds to go. We're still in the first period. Carney High with the lead. Well, and you but Josh is also long, too. 
Yeah, you don't have to have a ton of experience. If you've got some length and leverage and you know how to use it, which he does, you can see there, Braden had him in some trouble, but Klingelhofer was using his legs to kind of elevate and almost try to roll him through again, and it was just enough to scare Smith off, just enough to, to let him off his back. So three escapes from Klingelhofer, and he says, I'm just going to go ahead and take top. Braden Smith looked at him cross-eyed like, what? And... Uh, 14-3, an 11-point lead after the first period here as he tries to do something from the top here on Braden Smith. Then we get an illegal or potentially dangerous, not illegal, potentially dangerous off the whistle. They'll redo it. Yep. Top man throws a leg in, bottom man stands up. That's going to be the call every time. But, you know, he's got nothing to lose, so why not, why not choose top if that's your best position? Might as well go right to it. And right off the get-go here, Smith able to slide out the back door, get the reversal. It's 16-3. to Yep, Smith does a good job turning in, getting the reversal. Morgan Shields and Nick Sutton, or excuse me, Gage Ferguson. Carney could go with either one of them. Shields is listed next at 145. See Smith trying to come out, out front here, trying to figure out a way to get those two extra back points here to end the match. 16-3, to three, needs two more for the tech fall here for the Bearcats. Current score of the duel, 15 to 10. Three wins for Carney, two for Amherst. Klingelhofer wrestling a savvy match, though, not, not giving anything up easy. Smith, Smith cuts him loose, and gives then, up the escape, and then goes right back to that twister. And takes him right to his back, so will it be a pin or a major? The match will be over either way. Klingelhofer is still bridging tough there, but... Couldn't fight him out. Too much strength there for Braden Smith, and he'll get the pin in three minutes and 11 seconds. We'll take a break. More of the Carney Amherst Wrestling Duel next on Power 99. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. And welcome back to High School Wrestling. Carney Tony and Repair Broadcast Booth. Doug Duda, Frank Kuchera with you on Power 99. Good crowd on hand for tonight's duel between the Amherst Broncos and Class A Carney High. And right now at 145 pounds, Gage Ferguson of the Bearcats and senior Morgan Shields from Amherst. No score in the first 45 seconds, Frank, but a little something going here. Yeah, they've traded single leg attempts so far. Ferguson in on the first one for about 30 seconds, and now Shields is in on one. Looks like it's probably going to go to a stalemate. We'll see. Ferguson doing a nice job of keeping the head centered. Gage, a junior at 15-4. and four. There is the stalemate. He's currently ranked fourth in the state in Class A. And for Shields, 7-3 and three his senior season now. 
Yeah, Ferguson is just uh, the best word I could say for him is just solid. Uh, returning state qualifier for the Bearcats, and not not real flashy, but just a grinder. Super super long arms and legs, and knows how to use his leverage, and never really out of any match ever. Twenty-one to ten, your score right now in the duel in favor of Carney High. They've won four of the six matches. We'll have some more returning state qualifiers and placers a little bit later on for Amherst. Gage McBride, take your chair, Carter Abels. Uh, but uh, he didn't weigh in tonight at 170, so could be Pearson or Johnson. And really, I mean, the duel's going about as good as it could for Amherst at this point, I would say. And I, and I think they still feel that way. It looks like they're wrestling with momentum right now. I mean... Again, I think you would favor Carney High in the majority of these matches, but uh, the Broncos have not given up anything easy whatsoever. And a short-time takedown here. Finally, Ferguson's able to finish it off right before the horn, and so a 2-0 lead for the Bearcats as we go to the uh, second period here. Ferguson leading Morgan Shields. Yeah, Ferguson did a nice job of doing a short offense from that front headlock. You go in what we call head in the well, where you just try and get around the corner. You try and get around that your opponent's arm there, and you throw your head right up under his armpit. Not the most appealing sounding position, but it's, it's highly effective if you if you need a takedown. Ferguson will be on bottom to start the second period. Good roll through, but staying in control of Shields. Yeah, Shields is really trying to stay behind the arms there. Ferguson's trying to roll a little bit with him, but Shields is doing a nice job staying with it. See if Ferguson can face him here. He's got a single leg. Oh, and he does. Gets a single leg, and Shields kind of had to give it up there. Now, right now, Ferguson's right back into this tight, tight cross face. He's going for a butcher here. He's trying to walk all the way around the front. He's got Shields in trouble, stroking for back points here. This is going to be tight. There's all a kinds of time remaining in the second period. Lots of time. Now it's all about minor, minor adjustments here. If you're Gage Ferguson, try and figure out. What you need to do to get the fall here, if you, if you can, you kind of look around or feel with your body and tr- try and reposition. Still get, a minute to go in the period, right in the center of the mat, and there's the stick. Yep, you can see he readjusted that, get that right side down. Three minutes and four seconds, the pin time there for Gage Ferguson of Kearney over Morgan Shields of Amherst. Sam Hollander and Gage McBride. Ready to wrestle up next here. Oh, they're going to make a switch. So here we go. Jacob Graham is announced as the Amherst wrestler at 152. So this might be where Amherst just bumps everybody up a weight. Technically, they would be open at heavyweight, but uh, everybody else could bump up one, and I think that's what we are going to see. Just didn't know how soon it would be, and that will allow Gage McBride to get in and get a quick takedown. Yep, McBride with his uh, trademark single leg takedown there, trying to transition into a to a leg turk here, basically where you step over the guy's bottom leg and try and use your hips to push him right over. If you can get those hips to turn, the shoulders typically will follow. Gage has just got to keep continuing working towards, towards the head there. Gage is ranked third in Class A at 152 pounds, and, of course, that's where Max Mayfield of Lincoln East is rated number one, and they will see each other one week from tonight. Carney's next duel is at Lincoln East. We've got a little blood time, so let's take a break. We'll be right back here on Power 99. 
DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. Don't miss the 42nd annual used boat show at Bunces Marine in Kearney. January 11th through the 18th is the best eight days to buy new to you. These used boats are fully serviced and detailed and are Bunces certified, so you can buy with confidence. During the used boat show, special show pricing, pro shop discounts, games, prizes, and more. Bunces Marine's 42nd annual used boat show, January 11th through the 18th. Open Monday through Friday, 830 to 5, Saturday, 830 to 4, and Sunday, noon to 4. Bunces Marine, 5th and Central, Kearney. Learn more at Bunces Marine. All right, the blood time stopped here for Amherst Jacob Graham, and we're back to action with Gage Ferg- or Gage McBride working from the top 2 nothing, trying to armbar and turn him here, Frank. Yep, you said it. He's got that armbar tight now. He's got it flipped over, and there it is. There's the fall again. Gage McBride. So another six points here for Kearney, and they have won three in a row, two pins and a major or a tech fall. So they're up 33 to 10. Now it could get interesting again because we're expecting Tate Kuchera for Carney for the first time this year, and Sam Hollander will go to 160. Hollander, a returning state qualifier as a freshman last year at 170 pounds. He's actually worked his way back down to 152. He was just trying to find his way in the lineup last year. That's the way it is usually for both of these schools. Sometimes you got to really go up and wait if you're going to have any chance of making a lineup. Sure, and that's the characteristic of a of a perennial powerhouse or a, a good solid program. You know, they've got a good room that's got some depth, and so you know you don't you don't really have any down years that way. It's nice. So again, Tay Kuchera had been out. This is his first match of the year. Hollander's only had five matches too, and there's a big throw by Kuchera, and Hollander says not so fast. Yep. Kuchera got him down into that front head position, into a head chancery, put him straight to his back, got a quick two and two. And Hollander was able to reverse him, get his one. Hollander goes back up to a double underhook position. Kuchera tries double overhooks, and looks like they're all knotted up here like a game of Twister. Trying to see who's got heavier hips, who's going to flop over. We'll see. Right in front of the Amherst bench on the edge of the mat here. Right now, it looks like they're going to go out and no points there, but what an exchange. Tate Kachera with double overhook throw. Don't see that very often, and certainly not something that I taught him, Doug. (laughs) Well, Hollander did a really good job. And now uh, he takes a shot, maybe not the best, and it's good and countered there by Tate Kuchera, but he's not able to score off of it. So back on their feet, 30 seconds to go in the first period, 4-1. to one. Tate Kuchera had the takedown right to the back, but not for very long, 4-1. Kuchera tries an elbow, elbow pass there to a single leg. This is all about balance right now, yep, Frank. Yep, transitions. Now he's in a body lock, trapped arm. Kachera with the takedown goes straight to his back here. Ten seconds left with the fall. Whew. That was a lot of action there. Tate Kuchera 
Ever heard of him? I've heard that somewhere, yeah. <laughs> Frank Uchera with us uh, doing our coverage here. Tate goes out and uh, just had the better of the balance right there. I didn't want to say too much when the match was going on. I'll just let you do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can never say too much. So. <laughs> well, we're going to move right on up to 170 pounds here. Carney and Amherst in our high school wrestling duel. And at 170, Riley Galloway scheduled to go here for the uh, Amherst Broncos against Josh Pearson. Carter Abels has been out. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Frank Carter has battled. He's wrestled a little bit, but he's out again right now. Yeah, Carter is a returning state medalist for the Bearcats. they got high hopes for him. Uh, very talented kid. But, yeah, he's had a couple of uh, – uh, he's kind of banged up with uh, with his knee this year, and um, they're just kind of holding him out here, trying to get him healthy going into the meat of their season. Yeah, he's actually ranked sixth in the state for uh, what he's done so far this season and what they're expecting him uh, to do. Restart here. They go off the uh, mat. 45 seconds in, no change in the score. Riley Galloway of Amherst and Josh Pearson for Kearney High. It just so happened Josh Pearson is the, the 182-pound starter for the Bearcats, but just so happened that his descent plan and allowed him, and he just happened to be weighing that much so he could make 170 or 172 today. Pearson's got pick Galloway in some trouble. Yeah, far yeah. ankle pick from that front headlock position. You know Coach Swarm wanted some back points there, but didn't get it. Galloway's belly's out. 2-0 lead for Pearson now. And they're on the edge of the mat with 30 seconds to go here. In period number one, Carney High has won a majority of our matches so far, and they will go out. The two wins for Amherst. Trevor Klingelhofer came back from a seven-point deficit and pinned Hunter Nagatani in 319, and then Quentin Frank had a 12-3 decision in his match over Cisco Rivas. Perry Swarm, Archer Helan, Riley Steele, Braden Smith, Gage Ferguson, Gage McBride, and Tate Kuchera, all the winners for Carney. Galloway immediately up to his feet, but Pearson able to drag him back down here. Pearson trying to get a ride out here. Galloway really needs one here, but I think, I think Pearson's going to hold him down for a 2-0 lead at the end of the first period. So a couple of wrestlers trying to find a way to pick up some points here and maybe help their team out. This will be one of the maybe closer because of the way it plays out here. Pearson, a senior at 8-11. and 11, Galloway, a junior at 9-5. and five. And, I, and I haven't had a chance to watch Galloway wrestle a lot. I think he's got, got a fair amount of experience. And I have watched Pearson, and I, I, think, I think this one could be a, a close one all the way through here as Galloway chooses bottom uh, to begin the second. But Pearson doing a nice job that forward pressure again holding him down to the mat Galloway much longer and taller wrestler we'll see if he can use that leverage maybe try and get something rolling here as he does tripod goes right to his feet and Pearson cuts him loose now 2-1 to one lead for Pearson here minute 30 left in the second a lot of long lanky wrestlers here for uh, Amherst compared to uh, what we've seen from Carney High yeah, polar opposites here with Pearson, just sh- as short and stocky and kind of muscle-bound as he could be. As there he gets his, that's his one favorite takedown, is that the opposite side uh, fireman's carry. 
if he can secure that left elbow, he's going to drop down in there, and he does, and he does get a takedown here. He's got that bottom leg Turk if he can continue to work forward, but Galloway does a nice job of knowing exactly where he is and, and uh, scooting out and getting a fresh start here. Four to one lead for Pearson now. Get a reminder, our high school wrestling back here in Amherst next Saturday for their Amherst invite. We've got uh, conference wrestling tournaments later this month. And then right around the corner, the district wrestling tournaments. Yeah, it'll be here before you know it. Yeah, you know? It, it seems like wrestling flies right by. It's over about a month before high school basketball is. and That's even with the state duels going on. And Pearson coming out front now. He's got a barbed wire attempt here where you, you grab your opponent's far arm and you just circle out front as fast as you can. And he's got it locked up tight. It looks like their arms are all, all tied together like a ball of spaghetti, but Pearson's got it tight here now. He's up on his toes, distributes his weight, and gets the fall. Three minutes and 35 seconds for Josh Pearson and Carney High doing what we expected him to do kind of here in these middle weights where they've got a lot of rated wrestlers against some youth for uh, Amherst, and the uh, 45 to 10 is your score. Well, and and after that 120-pound uh, match where Amherst kind of pulled an upset there, uh, you know the Coach Swarm challenged his guys and uh, wanted to make a statement here to finish out. And so so the guys have seemed like they've responded pretty well, but, but man, Amherst is not giving up anything easy, man. I'm, I'm very impressed with their fight tonight. And uh, Bronson Amherst, boy, hadn't got beat yet this year for Carney. He's 11-0 as a senior, and Drew Bogard 10-3 uh, as a junior. This one could be uh, one of our better matches of the night here. And this will be actually Bronson's first varsity action, though, uh, of the year. Been wrestling um, some JV, JV tournaments. Stuff, yeah. But I think he was, was a returning qualifier, I think, for, for Carney High last year, though. Very, very unorthodox. Built a lot like the last guy, like Pearson. Very short. The biggest, thickest uh, thighs you've ever seen. And he's kind of all, all trunk. But, uh, and again, another, like you said, another long, lanky kid from Amherst. <laughs> and, well, and, and for Drew, this is a 95-pounder that could have weighed in and went at 170 tonight. He's going to be, as we're here at the 82-pound weight class, so he's dropped some significant weight. He's a two-time state qualifier but had to go up at 195. And A couple of years ago, he provided a little bit of uh, excitement down in Omaha. Oh, far ankle pick there for Bogard, but a men able to get his leg free. Again, just so short and stocky and powerful, kind of muscled out of that. And it doesn't matter who you're wrestling. I see the dads and the moms, and they're standing there in the front row. And it's not to take pictures. They're in it right there with their kids. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's You haven't experienced uh, chaos until you've gone to a little kid's wrestling tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's good there, aren't they? Or they're going to be. So a lot of had really one shot here countered. 20 seconds to go in the first period. No score between Drew Bogart of Amherst and Bronson Amon of Kearney High. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more of this Kearney High Amherst Duel in a moment. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. 
family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to Domilico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from Domilico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Well, the first period comes to an end here with Drew Bogard and Bronson Ahmed scoreless. And now Carney will be on bottom. And as we come back to action, Frank, what uh, Amherst does so well, uh, Bogard scores from the top. Yeah, Bronson Ahmed chose bottom, immediately got to his feet and tried to turn in. But you got to create space and uh, make some distance before you turn in. He turned in too soon, and Bogard capitalized and took him straight to his back. Almost had a fall on the edge of the mat here, but gets... Three near fall with a minute 20 left here in the second period. Kind of broke this one loose. As Bronson Amon tries to turn in from that bottom position, again, needs to create a little bit more space before he turn in, but Bo- he's got Bogart in trouble. Bogart got a leg in, but he got too high. Yep. Amon's got his head. He's going to try and pull him over the top. Amon pops out back for a reversal, but no, just gives up one. So it's 3-1, to one. a lot of action here at 182 pounds. One minute to go in the second period. Amherst is, we started at 106, we're at 182. Amherst has two wins. Carney High has taken the West. We'll talk with the coaches and recap it all, but Trevor Klingelhofer and uh, Quentin Frank are the winners for Amherst, and Carney, Perry Swarm, Archer Heelan, Riley Steele, Braden Smith. Oh, and Drew Bogart tries it double leg from open position there where you just basically just kind of dive in and left his elbows out. You want to have your elbows in on a good shot and Eamon gives, gives him the old pancake where you catch an elbow and you wing him straight to their back. And now Bronson is too high. Bogart's trying to pop him over the top. These guys are just kind of rolling around here. He's got Bogart in some trouble. Someone some might end up on back their back. Here. Somebody's, yeah, you said it. It looks like Bogart should be able to roll him through there. So, after all of that. So, two points here are going to be coming to Bronson Ahmed on the near fall. And what they did is they're discussing that the clock, we said it didn't start. And so, there was still four seconds, and they said, that's it, that's it. And they're going, well, wait a minute. We were still in pin position, and they had to remind coach and fans that that's why they did that. So ends up with a two-point near fall. I gosh, I looked. It felt like they were. He was on his back for for more than five seconds there. But but again, it was a scramble position. I thought he had counted him twice. Uh, maybe that's what it was. Started and restarted. So switch there for Bogard, but Bronson Amen wow. with a tight waist, two on one there, just holds him on his back for a quick three. But I tell you what, this match is far from over, Doug. Is if. Bogart can use his length and step over with his hips like he's trying to do there. He could still catch him here. But now down 8-3 to three after Bogart had the early near fall in the second period to go up 3-0. He's now on bottom. They're right in the middle of the mat. Minute 30 to go in the match. Bogart's got to get his base here because you just kind of expect that he will score again. But a five-point lead 
and no uh, stall warnings. Heyman's in good shape, and now he turns him again. Another tried to get another another tight waist tilt there. And Bogart is able to roll through. Now we got to see what's left in the gas tank here, as Heyman is holding his head kind of low there. Still got a four-point lead though with a minute left. We'll see what Bogart's got in the tank as he tries to peek out on the corner. Amherst wanted to take down, but no, they were out of bounds. So we're back to neutral here with a minute two left, eight to four. Again, no lead is safe in this match as Bogart tries another shot. Needs to close the distance there. Needs to try and get a setup going there. Uh-oh, now we're going. Double underhook. Yep, uh, over under. Oh, and there's a quick stall warning against Carney High. And a headlock attempt by Bogart. Kind of half-hearted. Gives up a takedown to Bronson Amon leads now. 10-4 for Carney High. 40 seconds to go. I thought maybe Amon was a little bit winded here, and now Bogart's able to reverse him. 30 seconds to go. Well, I think you're right there. There's that switch. I've seen all Amherst guys hitting the switch all night long, and it finally paid off. Amon's going to get dinged for stalling, I think, again, and that'll give up a point because he's just really laying there. Well, they're they're calling for him to Bogart to come out in front and twist her. He's trying. There's the stall. Eamon is clamming up. Stall one. Escape one. He's not going to have enough time. Another headlock attempt as Bronson Eamon's going to pull out a squeaker here. Gets another takedown as time runs out. Looks like our final score is going to end up being 13-7. Bronson Eamon and... I think Bronson's, again, good wrestler. It's only six minutes. It's probably a good thing it wasn't 6.15. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Well, like I said, he, he's very unorthodox. And against a guy like that, you've got to be more solid than, than you've ever been. You can't, can't make any mistakes because a guy like that will somehow roll you through and come out on top. And so, All right. We move to 195 pounds. Alex Hunt for Kearney High. Cole Stokebrand for Amherst. 48-10 to 10 now the score. In favor of uh, Carney High, they will win the duel, and not really a surprise at the, at the score. We've had our handful of really good matches and competitive matches. Over on ESPN 1460, Beatrice leads the Carney Catholic boys 39-35 at the end of the third quarter of play. Again, Beatrice is just two buckets away from being undefeated, and Carney is uh, ranked second in C1. So 30 seconds in, and Stokebrand trying to be the aggressor here, Frank. Yep, both guys kind of feeling each other out from that front headlock position. Stokebrand has Hunt in a bad position here. He's got Hunt's head down, but now they're kind of evened up. They each each have an arm over their, their head now. Stokebrand pops his head out, still neutral. Again, you'd like to see him go head in the well, stick your head right in his armpit there and cut the corner, but I know Alex Hunt is a strong young man. Not going to allow anybody to go behind him very easily. As he's trying, still trying to work on that double leg. Comes back to a single leg. Stokebrand might have a near side cradle potential here if he can come over, over the head there. But Hunt actually has wrist control. It's it's holding him off. But gosh, pretty good right here. And they're on the edge nice, of the mat. Nice little scramble. A heck of an effort now, as Hunt is in a double leg with a head between the legs. And finally, they go out of bounds. Well, right now, when you take a look at where Stokebrand is in Class C, here's a kid that put on a lot of weight, good football player. Uh, he was a returning state qualifier at 152. He weighed in tonight at 82. They bumped him to 95, and 
I can, I can do double duty here because right now, 82 and 95 is not necessarily where you want to be in Class C. Lathan Duda, who was the runner-up last year at Broken Bows, number one at 82, and Spencer Allen from David City is second. And at 95, Ethan Gabriel, who was in the parade two years ago but lost his wrestling season last year to the ACL injury in the state football finals. And then you got Escamilla of David City that's ranked second. 82 and 95 going to be tough to crack. Oh, and Stoke ran up. Almost got a double egg there, but gosh, Hunt is just strong enough to sprawl back, and then they go out of bounds again. They got one second left here in this first period. And that'll be the end of the first period. Scoreless, but not for lack of action here in our 195-pound match in tonight's Kearney High Amherst duel. No, you said it. uh, These guys are kind of carbon copies of each other. Pretty muscular, pretty athletic. Uh, Not a ton of technique on either side, but gosh, a lot of effort exerted in that first period. And so this could be uh, interesting when we see who's who's got what left in the gas tank as we get down to the third period, because they both put out a ton of energy for no points there in that first period. A Stoke Brand nice double leg attempt as Hunt's trying to stuff his head down, but Stoke Brand does finally does it. A nice finish there. Finally gets his head around the corner. Always tell guys it's it's harder to take somebody down when you're staring them right in the eye. It's easier to take them down as soon as you create an angle. The further around the corner that you get. And there he did a nice job of, of uh, getting the corner and getting this easy takedown there. So Big. our first points of this match come about 30 seconds into the second period. Stoke Brand, a 2-0 lead now over... Alex Hunt at 195. Yep, Stoke Brand trying to run that arm bar now. Hunt does a nice job getting back to his knees, back to his base here. High school wrestling on KKPR FM, Kearney, Amherst, Pleasanton. Pleasanton has their invite coming up on Saturday. Glad to have you along with us as well online at platriverpreps.com. Our lineups tonight brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We've only had a couple of switches. We knew that Amherst was going to bump, and then that was just going to domino affect it, and that's what we've got right here when they moved uh, Hollander up way back at 52. Stall warning now going to be issued against Kearney High, and Alex Hunt hasn't been able to do much off the bottom as Stokebrand has been riding him now for over a minute. 15 seconds to go in the second period, 2-0. Stokebrand. Yep, Stoke Brand appears to be winning, uh, winning the battle. Also, with uh, with how much uh, energy he's got left in the tank, is uh, Hunt's kind of hanging his head on the bottom there, putting his head on the mat. But interesting, we see a uh, a stall warning on the top position as well now. So I think each guy has one warning, right? Yeah, you don't see that very often. There was just 10 seconds, so maybe he's trying to Stoke Brand right out the period. But they were not close to going off the mat. Once that happens, you restart it, and that'll be the end of period number two. Cole Stoke, Brand of Amherst, two. Alex Hunt of Kearney, nothing. We'll have two more matches coming up here on Power 99. Hey, if you're looking for stalling from the bottom position, it looks it looks like what we saw there. You know, Alex's head was on the mat, wasn't attempting any any moves or trying to get off bottom. And then if we're looking for stalling on top, we look at basically the hip movement. If, if he's just covering the other guy's hips and not moving side to side, not putting himself in any kind of danger at all, then that's where you see the stall calls come in. So or now I think Hunt chose bottom here, down 2-0, into the, going into the third period, and we're right back where we were. So 
Alex Hunt's going to have to uh, come up with something. Otherwise, Stoke Brand's probably going to be able to be active enough to ride it out if he doesn't get a turn here because he is running an arm bar and a, and a far wrist pretty hard here, but he's getting a little bit high. Yeah, interesting choice for Hunt to take down since he was ridden out for the final minute 30 of the second period, but he didn't want to give up an escape. Take top. Other, other choices neutral and thinks maybe he can get one and two. Well, and this may be one of those things where, the, you know, the coaches want to say, all right, Alex, let's work on bottom here. You know what I mean? Uh, try and test yourself when you're tired and uh, see if they've got a little grit and get out here in the third period. But so far, Stoke Brown doing a nice job. Now he's doing just enough getting off the side, running that arm bar. As soon as he gets, as soon as things loosen up, just see him come right back to, back to the safe zone in the back there. But now he's running it. It just looks like one more circle, and he's going to be able to turn him, but he hasn't been able to do it yet. 40 seconds to go in the match. They're going to start watching that shoulder there of Hunt there. Stoke Brand's got him in a compromising position, but Hunt has his right leg posted out there, so he, he's not going to go over. But gosh, yeah, both of these guys are just so strong. It's a battle of wills right now. We'll see if, looks like Stoke Brand's probably going to ride him out here. 13 seconds left. Well, Hunt was able to avoid being turned, but he's not going to be able to get anything done offensively here, and Amherst will have their third win of the duel, a 2 nothing win for Cole Stoke Brand over Alex Hunt. Yeah, good win for Stoke Brand. That was a, a battle of wills right there, and I think, I think that first exchange in the first period just took it out of Hunt. So 48 to 13 is the score with two to go. Dario Rodriguez is going to wrestle here at 220 for Carney. And they're going to go with Jackson Tobenheim at 220, the junior returning state qualifier at that weight last year. This could be a pretty good one, too. Yeah, we'll see. Dario is um, he's kind of dangerous. He, he likes, likes those... Uh, over-under positions, underhooks, overhooks, and uh, likes to get in matches where guys just start rolling with him. And whether he's on his back or he's got them on their back is when, when, he, when he's comfortable. And so we'll see. Now let's double-check. My, uh, my track wrestling says Jaron Potts, but they announced Jackson Tommenheim. Potts is a state medalist at 170 last year, so I guess let's go with Potts. That's what they've typed in. And Tommenheim ready to go at heavyweight. 45 seconds to go here. Gone in the first period. No score off the bat. Restart. A nice little uh, shot attempt by Potts there. Trying to clear the elbow out of the way. Now Rodriguez is trying to work that underhook on the left-hand side. Yep, Jaron Potts on the mat right now for Amherst. Again, the kind of the big stories there is they moved up to Class C, and it didn't really seem to bother anybody last year at Amherst when they when they knew that they were moving from Class D to Class C. The only the only bad thing about it is the district that they're going to have to be in, which is the toughest district of any class in the state. Will be that Class C four district out at uh, out at uh, Hershey this year, and we get a stall warning here. Called on Amherst, backing off the mat there because they were on the edge. Gosh, yeah, and that can, that's, that's tough. That can make or break you at the state tournament, having a tough district like that. 
you see that so often where one's just stacked and those teams, you know, literally beat beat each other up and knock each other out of the state tournament. And then, you know, other teams are able to breeze through and qualify all 14 and, and just gives them all that much better opportunity at state. There's some dandies that are going to be out in the western bracket, but uh, got to find a way to get in and uh, get your way to uh, Omaha. As we get another restart here, no score through this first period, three seconds, so there'll be no score at all between Rodriguez of Kearney and Potts from Amherst. Yeah, both guys are, I guess you'd say they're still trying to feel each other out, but no no real real attempt by either guy to, to put themselves in danger, you know, to, to score any points. So Potts defers here. Rodriguez is going to go ahead and take down, bottom position here to start the second. Jackson Tobenheim and Pete Kreitzer will be our heavyweight match to wrap up the duel. But right now, the way this has been wrestled, uh, Frank, uh, this has all the makings of a 1-1 heavyweight overtime type of thing, only it's a 220. You know, that's kind of the way it looks like, or or it almost feels like somebody could get caught on their back and pinned. But I, that's, that's where you're leaning right that's now. That's where I'm leaning that's as, where you're as leaning. Potts gets a nasty nearside cradle locked up. And he's got Rodriguez in some trouble here. Rodriguez is pushing those legs back, but Potts readjusts. Does a nice job of readjusting. Middle of the mat, minute 20 to go in the second period. Rodriguez in serious trouble here against Jaron Potts of Amherst. Yep, Rodriguez tripoded up on bottom without hand control. Anytime you do that, perfect opportunity for a near side cradle. Potts can scooch his chest back and we'll do what we call chest to chest and try and get get more weight right over the top of those shoulder blades and there it is there's the fall so another victory here for Amherst Jaron Potts is going to get the pin in three minutes and four seconds 304 for Jaron Potts the fourth win for Amherst 48 to 19 in favor of Carney and now here comes Peter Kreitzer for the Carney High Bearcats uh, he'll be taking on Jackson Tobenheim for Amherst here in our heavyweight matchup. And again, all the momentum in, in Amherst's court. I mean, it's not going to be enough points to win the duel, but, uh, you know, if, if you're on their sidelines, you're going to be feeling pretty good after this duel. Yeah, they've come in. They've competed. We've had some pins. We've had a lot of second-period pins, and we'll run it all down on the New West Post Game Show. Again, a reminder, we're back here next Saturday for the Amherst Wrestling Invite final round. That usually gets underway around 2 or 3 o'clock. And Kreitzer now, after the shot by Tobenheim, looks like he's going to be uh, doing well defensively here. I thought he was going to get that cradle, yeah, but looked, uh, did, looked, couldn't hold the arm, Frank. And Tobenheim continues to try and shoot in as a smaller wrestler there. That's, that's a big risk as Kreitzer scores a lot of points on guys that that get underneath him just because he's got such a weight advantage on him. He's got Tobenheim in some trouble there, but Tobenheim's able to roll through and go out of bounds. So I do expect this to be an exciting match. I haven't seen Peter Kreitzer wrestle a boring match yet this year. I think he's had five or six where he's been literally on his back and rolled through and and, and got the win. So, so I... Yeah. Pete right now, 10 and 9. Tobenheim uh, hasn't got much. He's just 2 and 1 so far in his junior year. Jackson uh, made state last year at 220. 
Restart, and they'll go out of bounds. little bull rush there by Kreitzer. And as you said, you can just tell Tobenheim's giving up some pounds here. And off the whistle, boy, he's in on a single, but Kreitzer circles, tries to lock him up for a takedown here, and he gets it. Yep, and that's... That Kreitzer doesn't have a ton of offense uh, in its way of shots, but but that's his offense is if he can get somebody's head down in front of him. He's, he's actually fairly quick on his feet, and he can spin around behind like we saw there. So 15 seconds right in the middle of the mat. Kreitzer on top here trying to at least get one as Tobenheim comes to his feet, rips the hand, can't get out. Seven seconds, still on his feet, five seconds. And we get a stall warning on Carney High, not trying to bring him back down, yep. but no point. So they, they, the onus is on the top person there to return the man, so they can't just stand there with their hands locked the whole time. And, and uh, yep, Kreitzer was just trying to get through without giving up an escape, which he did, but at the same time uh, did give up a stall warning, which, you know, could come into play here at the end. And now Amherst gets choice and takes top as a heavyweight. Even at Amherst, you don't see that very often, Frank. Doug Duda, Frank Kuchera with you here on Power 99. Hey, if you've got the right move yep. and you figure you only have so many opportunities to get in this position, then, you know, why not? Well, Tobenheim was getting right after the shots in the first period. It just, Kreitzer was really good defensively. Oh, boy, Kreitzer stands up, and if he stands backwards on him, he might just pin Tobenheim by falling back on him. Yep, and... Kreitzer did a nice job of just continuing to get up. Tobenheim did a good job of bringing him back down two or three times, but Peter wouldn't give up. And eventually Tobenheim just slipped off the back, and Kreitzer was able just to turn into him. And now Kreitzer's got a half Nelson locked up. This is going to be tight, Doug. This ain't going to be good for Amherst. It's going to be good for Carney, and there is the pin. Two minutes and 49 seconds, and Peter Kreitzer able to pick up the pin and finish off the duel in just a little bit over an hour's worth of time here. And saw some good wrestling, and we're going to talk about it all here in just a moment with the final score, 54-19, to 19, the official time of the pin there, 2 minutes and 49 seconds. We'll have all the results in case you missed any of it on our new West Post Game show next. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. Kearney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Kearney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney specializes in new and used pallet racking, shelving, and material handling equipment. We are also your one-stop shop for heavy-duty welding tables, workbenches, modular cabinets, bolt bins, tie-downs, and powder coating experts on hand, and so much more. Check us out online at BigRackShack.com or stop by 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. The Big Rack Shack in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck. 
Great Western Bank in Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. And welcome back to Amherst. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Nathan Dietz and the crew here for their hospitality. It's time for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And, uh, Frank, uh, I think we saw about what we thought we were going to see. We saw uh, about a third of the matches that were competitive between guys that knew what they were doing on the mat from a state qualifying or state rated. We had a couple uh, maybe that didn't go the way that they should have on paper. And uh, the score probably ended up about what we thought it would, Carney 54 and Amherst 19. Yeah, uh, you know, it turned out, like you said, probably about like we thought it would. But, you know, I know if you're, if you're Coach Swarm, you wanted a, a little bit better result out of your guys. And, and I think, uh, but Coach Klingelhofer is probably pretty darn proud of his guys, even though there was a couple of things that they could have capitalized on. But, but gosh, I'm just, I'm just glad that this happened. You know, credit, credit to, to Dave and Chase and Logan, all the Klingelhoffers for, for going out and searching for this type of competition. I know that they had a trouble, you know, finding Class C teams that will duel them. And it just so happened, you know, that this, the way the, the calendar year worked out, that this week happened to be open. And, and you know, and credit to Coach Swarm, too, for taking it. Yeah. Because, you know, honestly, you know, it's kind of a no-win situation for him. You know, if you, if you don't accept, you know, it's one way. And then if you, you know, you do accept, then you don't, you're expected to win. And so, so you know, I'm just, it's good for the sport and great for the community. And I'm, and I'm just glad it happened. Yeah, there's no doubt about it uh, in who knows if it'll happen in the future, and it's a good way to kind of come out of the break. This wasn't uh, high pressure, uh, and it was a, a chance to just to shake some of the rust off because neither one of these teams wrestled over the holiday break. Yep, absolutely, and they'll all get back to their regularly scheduled business, you know, next week and back to their own, uh, you know, conference and and uh, regional tournaments. And uh, But that both, you know, both good, solid teams and represent uh, this neck of the woods very well. Like we said, for Kearney High, up next one week from tonight, they go to Lincoln East, and then they just stay in Lincoln for the North Star invite on Saturday the 10th. Their next home action will be a duel against Columbus, and uh, that is on the 24th of July. That's always, or of uh, January. That's always a good one. And then uh, Columbus comes in and just stays as part of the UNK duel tournament uh, that's going on on the 25th. And then they do have another home duel February the 6th against the Islanders of uh, Grand Island. There's there's still some pretty good competition, but definitely from here on out for Carney, it's a lot different than the first month of the season. Uh, yeah, Don't it, you think it, or it, not? Yes and no. I mean, they've got a couple tournaments uh, that are that are not, not as tough. I mean, North Star doesn't have a, a lot of the top teams there, but then as they get towards the end of January is when they start to ratchet back up quite a bit. That Columbus duel, Columbus is the top team. Um, and then they go down to Garden City, which is the two-day meat grinder, a yep. very, very tough tournament. Um, and then from then on, then it's just a roller coaster straight downhill to the end of the year because then you're rolling into state duels and, uh, what is it, uh, conference or districts and then state. And so so it's, uh, you know, they got to, I guess, 
use these next couple of weeks to kind of tune up and get ready for that long stretch in there. Well, and for Amherst, this might have been their first duel, but it's not going to be their last. They go to the Wood River Duel Tournament on Saturday. Then they come back home for their uh, Invitational on uh, Saturday the 11th. The finals will be here on Power 99. They go to Cross County uh, on the 18th. Then they'll have a quad on the 23rd uh, over at Arcadia Loop City with uh, the Rebels, Palmer, and Ravenna. Then they'll also be in that UNK dual tournament on the 25th. Then they go out to McCook, something new, a dual tournament out there for them. And then uh, back to the Viero Center, they have their conference tournament where they combine the Fort Kearney and the Twin Valley, which, of course, Amherst has won for uh, numerous years, uh, even when they put it together. So that's what they've got. We're going to take a break. We'll track down the coaches. We'll recap the uh, results of tonight's duel as Kearney High defeats Amherst. Stay with us on the New West postgame show. Amigos Build It Burritos and Bowls come in two sizes, regular and really big. They all start with made-from-scratch cilantro lime rice, and then you custom build it with layer upon layer of flavor. There's three meats to choose from, two beans, three veggies, and three homemade sauces. For an amazing taste combination, try the new queso sauce with shredded pork. When it's cold outside, the perfect on-the-go meal is a queso Build It Burrito or Bowl at Amigos. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches beyond the farm. We support mental health programs for Nebraskans and inform youth and consumers about agriculture. We're your neighbors. Through our partnership with 4-H and FFA, we bring people together to strengthen our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, a passion for our land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. Basketball over today as well. Uh, Beatrice knocks off the Kearney Catholic boys, really shutting them down in the fourth quarter. 57-40, hitting all their free throws down the stretch. Kearney High boys fell today to Grand Island in the uh, final game of the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. The Kearney High girls beat Grand Island, and uh, we've already seen a lot of the Amherst basketball teams, but we finally get a chance here to see the Amherst wrestling team, who we will see a lot of between now and uh, Omaha, and Coach Klingelhofer, uh, Chase, joins us here, and Coach, uh, you know, uh, it seemed like a great way to come out of the holiday break here, and uh, a good crowd on hand, I mean, just nothing nothing negative that can be said about what we saw here tonight, I guess we'll break it down a little bit, but overall... How did you feel uh, your team performed tonight? Um, overall, I'm really proud of the way they wrestled. Um, I thought, you know, I thought the score when I did when I did the duel in my in my own personal space. Um, there were a few matches there I thought we were going to win uh, those swing matches, but um, you know, every match there were only a couple that I really felt that that Carney really handled. Um, all a few others I thought we were in we were in it real good. Um, you know, we wrestled really well. Um, but, yeah, overall, I'm pretty happy with the way they did. You had a couple of kids that hadn't had a lot of matches so far this year. Let's start there with uh, some of those guys that uh, you expect a lot of things out of here in the next six weeks. Uh, talk about some of the guys that 
uh, either just got on the mat tonight or you had a couple two-and-ones or eight-and-ones. You just uh, a couple that just haven't been able to wrestle as much yep. in the first month. Um, we had a couple uh, football injuries uh, with Potts being one at um, 195 slash 220. Um, he's kind of back, bouncing back and forth. His first meet was Valentine uh, right before the break. Um, our other one, Sam Hollander, he'll be um, towards the end. I think he's working for 152, and um, he actually just made certification just right before Christmas. So this is his second meet. But um, So there's a couple kids who who are, like you said, stepping on the mat here for maybe their fifth match this year. And, um, but, you know, I think they're they're picking up quickly, kind of where they left off last year. Um I think they'll be all right once they get down to their weight class. A couple things that we'll discuss because girls wrestling is going to take place and probably next year, and you have a six-pounder that's out there, and I was talking to Colin Pfeiffer. He says you might have 10 or 11 girls that are out uh, for your program. Uh, Talk about where that's going to be for Amherst and what that means when you have those kinds of numbers in your room. Yeah, I have uh, have eight girls right now. Um, you know, it's, uh, the hardest part's been trying to find the matches on the weekend, uh, especially in our area, um, especially where our boys, our boys team travels. So it's hard to put all the girls on well, a van got and, a full lineup and take too. them to the yeah. other side of the state. But yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, once that does pick up and we're, we're planning on, the on that girl state tournament, February 1st or 2nd, I believe it is, you know, we're planning on taking the, the whole crew down for that and, um, kind of see where we stand with them. And then you've got some uh, kids here that uh, were stepping in in Isaiah and Quentin, and that stage was set when Trevor came in. I, I mentioned it when he got on the mat. I said, as soon as one of these Amherst kids does something, this place is going to do what it always does, gets electric. Talk about Trevor going out there and knocking off a Class A state-rated yeah, kid. Yeah, and you're right. It got electric. Um, you know, he's, he's another one. He's kind of been battling um, a few things on his own, and and we didn't know how he was going to do tonight, um, but he, you know, he wrestled really tough. He stayed in it the whole time. He knew who the kid was that he was wrestling, and, and the biggest thing is that he didn't let it get to his head. Um, so I was, yeah, very proud of Trevor, very impressed with the way that he finished, and he was almost not scared at all was the way that he looked. Where do you think your team is now as you head to Wood River this weekend, and then we'll be back here next Saturday for your invite? Um, I think we're getting closer. Um, I think we're in a good spot right now. I think where we're going to be by uh, our invite next week, um, we'll have a, a couple guys shuffled around um, in weight classes again. And uh, as we get there, it'll be, we'll be more towards our complete lineup. Um, so hopefully at our invite will be a good indication of how the rest of the year should go. All right, Chase, it was uh, fun. Anything else you wanted to mention about the way the team wrestled tonight or about the event? Nope. All right, we will see you next week. All right, thank you, Doug. You bet. Take care. The head coach of the uh, Amherst Broncos, they uh, get a handful of wins tonight. We're going to talk with Ty Swarm. We're also going to recap uh, all the matches from tonight. So stay with us on the New West Post Game Show. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. 
Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers in state. From Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And back on the New West Post Game Show, we had a chance to talk with Ty Swarm on the Doug and Daddy Show today. And, uh, Coach, uh, what'd you think? I, I think this was everything that that both Amherst and Carney High Wrestling needed. Um, these guys are tough. We knew they were going to be tough. We knew we were going to get an environment like this, and and I wanted that for our guys. Walk into a place where everybody's rooting against you, and, <laughs> and everybody's loud, and everybody's passionate, and you're wrestling tough kids. I mean, these are just tough kids. They're 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 strong, they're physical, and uh, and that was everything we wanted to see tonight, and I think that was perfect for us. In my mind, I just kind of figured that with what you just said, there would be somebody from Amherst, the smaller school, beat somebody from Kearney that they probably weren't supposed to beat. It happened early on here. How did that set the stage for the next few matches for your guys? Well, I, I think hats off to that kid at 120 pounds because our kid is good. Yeah, Hunter's good. Our kid good. is good. And, you know, I think every every wrestler goes through struggles. And, you know, it wasn't his best night. Uh, and, and just more more than anything, we got to get him confident. We saw – you see what he can do in the first period. But once you start having any doubt in your head, that's when that kid uh, kind of rose up. And so good for them. Uh, and especially in front, of, in front of this home crowd, I think that's awesome. i got to give my hats off to Riley Steele, though. You have something like that happen to the guy right in front of you, and you walk out in a big matchup. Uh, I think that's a senior, that, that's a veteran move for him to go out there and get a convincing win yep. at 126. Yeah, he uh, controlled uh, uh, Shields, and uh, Shields, who obviously isn't uh, the number one offensive wrestler on the Amherst team, uh, just got on him, controlled him. Kind of saw that from a lot of your kids. You had a couple of kids that came back today or uh, were at a different weight class. What about uh, somebody like Tate that got into the lineup for the first time? Your boy did a great job tonight. Uh, but but tell me about uh, some of the guys that haven't had a lot of mat time. You know, it's just getting that first varsity opportunity. You know, for Perry, he's, he's done a great job with his weight cut and getting down to 108. He's a big 106-pounder. Um, so that was really cool for him uh, to be able to get in there and get that first opportunity. Tate, Tate was ready, and Tate was doing everything right, and then he breaks his clavicle, and then – so we had to sit him out for you know that first half and just to see him. Gosh, he was ready to go, almost too ready to go. <laughs> he, he was over wrestling in the first period, uh, but I'm super proud of, of both of those two and just having their first varsity win tonight. We mentioned uh, Frank Kuchera and I, who are doing the obviously the broadcast tonight. Amherst had some taller, lanky kids, especially in those middle weights against your uh, rated kids. Does that? Does thought, that pose a problem, whether they're you know, Class C or Millard South? You know, I think, honestly, uh, they, they got some big kids in each weight class. Um, I don't know. They We don't pull a lot of weight. I talked about that at, at, at the last interview, but they definitely looked bigger than us at a few weight classes. And, uh, you know, this is a tough time to duel. 
coming right off of the moratorium. You never know how much kids did over the moratorium. They're cutting down the weight again. And so I think that Amherst really wrestled well, and I, I think they were ready. Our guys responded to a, their first duel back after the fracas really well, too, and uh, set a great tone. I mentioned uh, as we wrapped things up with Frank, I said I thought January was a lot different month than what December was. And he goes, well, I'm, I'm not so sure about that. How do you see your January? Oh, it's definitely different just because we're in our tournaments are big, big tournaments, a lot of, lot of wrestlers in there uh, and just tons of matches. Now it kind of it slows down a little bit as far as one duel and then a tournament where we're not going two days in a row. Um, but we will definitely see some really co- tough competition. We've got the hack coming up, Midwest duels. We've got Columbus at home. You know, those are always, always tough ones. We'll go to uh, Lincoln North Star and for the Gator invite uh, next weekend and, and see about 10 Class A teams there. And so, you know, for our guys to just knock the rust off, get out here, I thought we competed pretty well. Ty Swarm for the last minute here, Carney High. Who's the team you haven't seen yet? And I know Kansas might be an easy answer, but who's the team you haven't seen yet that you really are looking forward to seeing? Oh, everybody that's going to be at the Gator Invite. I mean, those are teams that we don't see often, and so that's why we want to be there. Because uh, we see Grand Island a lot. We see Columbus a lot. We see Lincoln East a lot. You know, all those teams that we kind of have those repetitive matchups with. So we need to see some of those other Class A teams, some of which are in our district. Yeah. I mean, because ultimately... You know, this was not the best version of, of the Carney High wrestling team that you'll see this year. Uh, we're just getting started on our second half run, and so conditioning is going to come around, confidence is going to come around, and we're going to be a different team in February. All right, Coach. We'll see you a little bit later on in the season. Congratulations. It was fun. Thanks. Ty Swarm, head coach of the Carney High Bearcats. We'll come back and recap the results right after this on the New West Postgame Show. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Brian Trampy, your Channel C dealer, would like to say congratulations to all the area wrestlers and coaches on your hard work making it to state. From Ryan Trampy, your Channel C dealer, seedsmanship at work. Carney Power Sports is a proud supporter of all the wrestlers. With a large selection of new and used motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs, Yamaha, Kawasaki, and Polaris, full-service department, Carney Power Sports, 511 2nd Avenue in Kearney. We take pride in what you ride. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. 
DuPont Pioneer Refuge Solutions provide an insect protection choice that's just right for any operation to help you get the most out of every acre. Talk about simple, it's Refuge Simplified. For more information, call your Pioneer sales professional, Craig Weegis, science with service, delivering success. Good luck, wrestlers. Samson Construction in Kearney is a proud supporter of all the area wrestlers. Samson Construction has served as a trusted partner with business owners, developers, and communities across Nebraska. Samson Construction experience, innovation, and commitment. Good luck, wrestlers. All right, let's go ahead. In case you missed any of the matches tonight, we started at 106 pounds, where Perry Swarm of Kearney High defeated Talia Thomas of Amherst by a pin in 139. Then Archer Heelan, ranked second for Kearney at 113, was able to take care of the freshman Bradley Smolik of Amherst by a pin in 126. Then maybe what ends up being one of the bigger matches, especially from a fan atmosphere tonight, was one of the true upsets. Trevor Klingelhofer of Amherst was down right out of the gate, 8-3, all three of those points where it was just take down, escape, take down, escape. It got to 10-3, and then Klingelhofer was able to uh, hit him in the second period, uh, turn him, get a near fall, uh, cut it to 10-7, and eventually Klingelhofer upset the state-rated Hunter Nagatani of Kearney by a pin in 3-11. Then Riley Steele comes back in another highly anticipated match and beats Isaiah Shields, both of those ranked fourth in their respective uh, classes A and C. Steele wins it by a score of 5-1. to one. Quentin Frank of Amherst was able to defeat Cisco Rivas of Kearney by a major decision, 12 to 3. At 138, Braden Smith of Kearney had a little bit of a tussle with Josh Klingelhofer, but then in the second period, able to hit the twister, then able to lock him up and uh, get the pin in three minutes and 12 seconds. At 145, Kearney's Gage Ferguson was able to pin Morgan Shields of Amherst, 305. 152, Gage McBride of Kearney pins Jacob Graham, the young sophomore out of Amherst, in 121. Take Kuchera of Kearney, a really good match, and finishes with a pin of Sam Hollander of Amherst in 151. It just kind of looked like they were bear-hugging the entire uh, period, and whoever lost their balance was going to get pinned, and that's almost what happened. I mean, it was a nice offensive move by Kuchera to, to get Hollander, but just took him right to his back. At 170, Josh Pearson of Kearney, a pin in 335 over Riley Galloway. Uh, Carney also wins at 182. Bronson Amen over Drew Bogard, 13 to seven. Another great match there at 82. Uh, Bogard just wasn't able to get Amen turned, and Bronson hit a couple of nice uh, ones when uh, Bogard was taking the shot or trying to get, uh, get a throw, and he countered him really well. Cole Stoke Brand of Amherst uh, wins at 195, two to nothing over Alex Hunt of Carney. Then at 220, Jaron Potts of Amherst is able to pin Dario Rodriguez. In a 304, and finally at heavyweight, Pete Kreitzer of Kearney is able to get the pin over Jackson Tobenheim of Amherst in 249. The final score, Kearney 54 and Amherst 19. We'll take a final break and wrap it up on the New West Post Game Show after this. DeMillico is your one stop for your screen printing, embroidery, and promotional needs. Family reunions, construction companies, and softball teams all look better after a trip to DeMillico and Kearney. Good luck, wrestlers, from DeMillico Sports Fashions, just south of the 2nd Avenue overpass in Kearney. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Best of luck to all the wrestlers at state from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers in Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. 
Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers is now hiring. We're looking for team members and managers ready to join our fun-loving, steak-burger-grilling, custard-scooping team. From flexible schedules to opportunities for advancement, Freddy's offers a great career path, plus fun people, some Freddy swag, and plenty of opportunities for success. Lots and lots of success. Now hiring at the Freddy's in Kearney and Hastings. Apply online or in person. At Friesen Ford and Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buying has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. Trust is earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. Well, again, I want to say a big thank you to our many fine sponsors and remind you that the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. It's our first athletic event of January, and we have new uh, Athletes of the Month. Isabel Pates out of Pleasanton in girls basketball and Brett Mahoney. From Kearney Catholic, you're tearing it up for the Stars, but the Stars got knocked off tonight by Beatrice. 57-40, to 40, Kearney Catholic will host Boone Central Newman Grove in a basketball doubleheader tomorrow night at 6 here on Power 99. And then on Monday, it will be Minden at Gibbon, Tuesday, Shelton at Gibbon, and we've got a whole lot more basketball coming up as we have more Kearney Catholic, more Kearney High, Bearcat basketball. The Bearcat boys fell to Grand Island today. The girls picked up a win in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. We've got more wrestling. Of course, we've got conference districts and state but we will be back here next saturday for the finals of the amherst invitational i want to say a big thank you to again nathan deets and all the fine folks <laughs> excuse me here at amherst it was a great crowd on hand tonight 
And you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West can get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer engineer, Cannon Rath, for the All-American and Hall of Famer, Frank Cuchera, I'm Doug Duda saying thanks for joining us as Carney defeats Amherst tonight 54-19 to in this top 10 Class A versus Class C wrestling duel here in Amherst. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. At BB Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12 month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to BB Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. When the weather changes, so can the performance of your transmission. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions, and we want to help you avoid getting stuck in the tough snow. If your 4x4 is not working or your transmission's not shifting correctly, bring it in now. Get your vehicle winter ready with free diagnostics available. The only way is TBK, 2520 Avenue Q, Kearney. Learn more at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. This is Tom Collins with your Tri-City weather forecast. Partly cloudy skies with some light sprinkles. And later in the evening, there's a storm rolling in. Expect chills, thrills, and a 100% chance of jaw-dropping action. This is hockey at its finest. This is the Tri-City Storm. All season long at the Viero Center. Leave your umbrellas and bring your appetite for food, fun, and adrenaline-fueled mayhem. For tickets to the best game in town, visit stormhockey.com. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.